Oh, baby. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nightmares and Colons, a podcast that you get watching spooky movies. And yes, you get to drinking beers. I'm one of your co-hosts, John, and joining with me today is co-host Jim. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? I hope your audience appreciates that extra long intro with that delicious Irish beer you're drinking there. So, uh, Jim uh, graciously gave me a Murphy Stout. I haven't had the, uh, one of these for a minute. So yeah, I'm hoping you uh, you guys heard the pour on that. It think was we, quite special. Think we uh, think uh, that pour just has a different kind of sound, doesn't it? It does. You got you got the uh, nit- nitrous oxide. That's not the right word. All right. So the movie that we're doing this week, not technically a horror movie, but it's in the neighborhood. Mm, polarizing movie. Very polarizing. I probably think I like this more than most people. I think you're you might be in the same boat. I think you. I love this movie, and it's funny. Like I was, uh, I was uh, hanging out with a buddy this week uh, on the West Coast. It's a big sci-fi guy, huge Alien fan, and he hates this fucking movie. I told him we were doing this, and he actually said he wishes he could be on our podcast to talk talk shit shit on it. it. Yeah. So my buddy Chris Cerise. Who's a hockey buddy who mm-hmm. used to live in Philly? Um, he he is very into the whole alien thing, mm-hmm. and he thinks this movie kind of just wrecks it completely. So, and I wasn't aware that there was this much of a lashback on this movie, but apparently there is. I, like it, it's you either love it or you hate it apparently it's it's very as you said very polarizing uh what's the fucking movie it's prometheus uh came out in 2012 directed by the great sir ridley scott ridley scott my man uh, starring um michael fassbender numi rapace guy pierce idris alba um logan marshall green who looks like uh bane um the guy that plays bane what's his fucking name uh oh um, uh, I just call him Bane. Yeah, he's Bane. Uh, uh, he's Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did I say Charlize Theron? If not, she's, she's in, no, she's you didn't. In, but she's, she's in there. Yeah. She's in the flick. Star-studded cast. Very, uh, very good cast. So this whole thing about you know an a, a hardcore alien fan hating it, I kind of get. <coughs> so okay, so I'm out. into the movie Alien and Aliens and and the whole thing. I, I will admit I don't understand the whole mythology and why this movie fucks it up. So I'm hoping you know. <laughs> uh, so I think the idea that people might get pissed off about is so. Alien is kind of like a perfect. You don't get too much of. There's like a lot of mystery around. Okay, so. In Alien, the, 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 the ship that has Scorny Weaver, they land on a planet. What's that ship called? The, uh, fuck, what's it called? It's not the Nebuchadnezzar, right? No. No, I'm just um, kidding. That's Matrix. <laughs> I forget what it's called, but they land on this planet, and it has what uh, the fans would nickname this thing, the, the space jockey, the, the, the derelict ship that had what we find out in this movie, the an engineer or... Um, basically, our gods. Okay, that, so that, there is a tie-in then. Yeah, there absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In Alien, they the, the the nickname for the thing is a space shock. It is um, they they have they almost look like uh, they're 
they're wearing these elephant type masks or whatever, and they're surrounded by alien eggs. The idea is in that movie, some great unknown race had the alien, the, um, fuck, uh, what do you, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the technical term for what the, the alien, <laughs> I on an alien a lot, the, um, xenomorph. There we go. Oh, xenomorph. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the, what we find out is the engineer in this movie was carrying xenomorphs in his spacecraft, crash landed on this planet, let a bunch of eggs out, and the xenomorphs in alien. That's what happened in that movie. But it was like a thousand years, or not a thousand, but several years beforehand. So, I think people hate Prometheus because it kind of gets rid of. It answers a lot of questions that people didn't want to answer. Like, that's a good way. It of was. At it. it was so good. So, like, what the fuck was this thing from Alien? Like, what what was this derelict ship doing there? The the, uh, the so, answers that they give you aren't as good as what your mind comes up with. Essentially. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, um, so it was kind of open ended. Exactly, and, and, and this, this movie answers the questions. I see. Essentially, I see. Okay, interesting. I think that's why your buddy might. Dislike. This I mean, he, like I said, he's a huge alien guy, and he. When I told him we were doing this, he was like, "Fuck, man! <laughs> I wish I was on this guy. Tell you how much this movie fucked up the whole alien. Uh, I don't know the way he put it, but like uh, he made it sound like culture. Did, or like, did your did your boy like uh, Alien vs Predator? Because uh, that I happened, didn't ask him that. That uh, happened before this, and this movie is way better than uh, AVP. I, I think that was more of a joke, and this one was taken seriously. It's pretty so that, serious. That might be why it rubs him the wrong way. But actually would like to have him on to do an alien one because he comes back to Philly every now and then. Have him on to do alien or, you know, aliens okay, yeah. or something like that. And then he could talk about like his little Maybe you get properly. I think that's what he might be pissed about, but I don't know. Mm. I'm just guessing. All right. So uh I do know some I did some little digging, some background bullshit information on this movie. So Back in the early 2000s, when things were good, there was only like one or two wars going on that we knew about. Actually, there's probably more. Uh, Ridley Scott, the original director of Alien, and our boy James Cameron, who directed Aliens, the sequel, they were talking about doing a prequel or sequel to Alien 4, which would have been at the time. And they were thinking about doing a a movie about the space jockey, the sterilic ship that created the xenomorphs or whatever. Uh, that got shelved because they decided, uh, the studio decided to do Alien vs. Predator 1 and 2. So James Cameron then walked away. Who like, directed those movies? Um, I forget. Some some guy. I mean, the quality is just... <laughs> it's, 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 there's a, a clear drop, right? Like it, It's a fairly famous... Uh, it, it might be a... Not, it's, I feel like his name ends in Anderson, I want to say. It's not Wes Anderson... <laughs> but it's a guy that's famously directs like not great movies. But so uh, those movies not great. Uh, James Cameron walks away, but really Scott is still tied to the idea. He's really into doing this kind of origin origin movie. kind of story. Yeah. Uh, so they come back to him in uh, around twenty oh eight oh nine. Hey, do you do you still want to do this, really, Scott? He says yes. Uh, they get a guy named John Spates, who is uh, John Spates. I want to say his. Uh, at the time, he was an up-and-coming screenwriter. Have you ever heard of this thing called the Hollywood Blacklist? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the um, 
what are considered the best unproduced screenplays. That's yep. how John Spates uh, got on the radar of people because he produced or he wrote this pretty good script that was unproduced for a while. Eventually, got made into a not great movie called well, Passengers. I feel like uh, I've seen that. Uh, has Chris Pratt, I want to say, and Jennifer Lawrence. It's a space movie. I never saw it. I heard it's not that great. It might have a, like a good hook or something, but that's what happens with a lot of those blacklist movies. It's a good idea. Execution doesn't always work out, but whatever. John Spates writes this uh, screenplay. It's a very by the numbers kind of prequel to Alien, mm. and really Scott's like, eh, I'm kind of not digging it. He so they get a guy I like a lot, but who's all who's the word you used earlier, polarizing. Damon Lindelof. Uh, so you never watched, he never, you never watched Lost, correct? I didn't, I didn't get into it. Okay. So he got big off of Lost. Also, he did, uh, the Watchmen TV show and the leftovers. And he was also famous for, he became what they call a script doctor. He would like, if something wasn't working with the script, they call him in to try to like do punch up, try to got it, fix got it. it. You know what I mean? And both those shows you just named very polarizing. For yes, different yes. types of reasons. But I'm a huge uh, so I love Lost. It's one of my favorite shows. I cannot when people bitch about it though. I don't have a good defense of it because there's a lot, of, and you can see it in this movie as well. Where in Lost, some characters will be asking questions. And another character will be like, I cannot tell you the answer to that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not allowed to because it's a lot. Did of... you ever watch Leftovers? I watched the first season. I thought it was okay. It's very, very fucking depressing. It's depressing. There's no answers. It's yes. just all you. All it is is questions the whole time. The whole time. So you kind of get the Damon Lindelof. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's a shit that can drive you insane. Um, but did did you watch the Watchmen show at all? I did. That was. I think that was more polarizing from the perspective that like it had such a political agenda behind it. Very that it ma- it made it kind of like unwatchable to me. But some people loved it. I it just wasn't the thing wasn't that, for me. The thing that was so funny about when he first went on to that, he was like, "Yeah, it's not gonna be a remake. It's not gonna be a sequel." And then when he watched the show, it's like, "Oh no, it's a fucking sequel." Just, right? Just it was an out, exact sequel. It, it's a sequel. Just say it's a sequel to the comic book, and you have been fine. It's but. it's a sequel with a huge political agenda behind it. I mean, from what I could see anyway, I don't know. Um, but anyway, but so Lindelof comes on. He's a controversial he's guy. A, a controversial polarizing guy, but he comes on to the uh, movie and they give him the existing script and they say, how would you fix this? And what he describes as, but beforehand it was a fairly straightforward uh, prequel to alien. Okay. What he did, he flipped it, and he there's still touches of alien in here, but they get more into the uh, ancient alien, like the ancient alien hypothesis kind of thing. Well, that he, was the whole premise of the movie. So how he must have really shifted. The, he really shifted. So before it was just like a hint of ancient alien stuff. When he came on, it became that whole kind of thing. Mm. So he said uh, the original script when he first came on, thirty pages in. You see xenomorphs, like the classic alien, in the final version of this flick. We, we don't, don't see it till the end, till the very, very, very end. So, and do you remember watching the commercials for this movie coming up before it came out? I don't, admittedly, no. Okay, so for like, 
I remember I remember tracking this because I like I said I'm a Damon Lindelof nerd geek guy. At first they were saying it's an alien prequel, then they they went back out and they're like, all right, so oh bad marketing. It's inspired by Alien. It has the DNA of Alien, but it's not exactly that. They kept on changing it up. This is what could piss off a purist, Alien yes. guy type person. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. This is starting to make more sense now. In Lindelof's defense, he has said the way that you write a Ridley Scott movie is Ridley Scott is in the room with you. He's smoking a cigar. <laughs> and he's telling you, he's like, all right, so this is what should happen next. So really, Scott is not a writer, but he very much. So you kind of have to write around what he. You thinks. have to write around what his. So his this is kind of his, really Scott's kind of brainchild, but he needs a writer to properly. Mm. Um, so Lindelof very cleverly not throwing Scott under the bus, but at the same time, he's very much like, yeah, this isn't my like one hundred percent my idea. I was brought on board to help really like uh create his vision or whatever yeah so i don't know i was very into that making of shit i'm i got because and this like i said i was following it very closely back and i i'll have to say this i never watched an alien prometheus is the first alien movie i ever watched which is weird i feel like you never watched alien i have now i have now since seen alien but at the time Prometheus was the first alien thing that I've ever seen. Interesting. Were you afraid of aliens or some shit? (gasps) No, it just wasn't on TV. This is one that wasn't on TV a lot, I feel like. Mm. When Do you remember the first time that you saw the first alien? Alien? Dude, yeah. Um, Dad, again. Yeah. It it always goes back to him. So, like, um, I think the original one, the robot was, what was it, John Hurt? No, John Hurt has a chest burster. Oh, he's a chest presser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bilbo is the alien. That's right. That's right. Or he, his name isn't really Bilbo. Man, I, I just, uh, it, it's, the movies, so what, when did the original come out? It was it like late 70s or something like that? Or? I'm going to say 79. Yeah. Let me the, look at The 70s movies had like a certain vibe to them, even into the early 80s. Like they're just, there was a look about these movies. Like, um, you 70, see it. It was 79. 79, okay, yeah. You, you see it in, like, that movie. You see it in, like, the original Ghostbuster. There's just, like, this kind of... I, I can't ex- I can't even describe what I'm thinking right now, but... Um, it's also, like, dirty space. Like, uh, traditionally, space-age shit was always very clean until Star Wars. Yeah. And, and then uh, then you have the idea of old space junkie ships or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. very much yeah. a part of that. Yeah. No, but, I mean, I... I uh, I saw Alien first before anything else, and then I, I always kind of thought Aliens was kind of a joke, to be honest. Yeah, I love I like I love the movie, but I mean, you got you got your boy Bill Paxton. Going. Well, yeah, Bill Paxton playing kind of like very, the comic relief. A big, he's very big in that movie. <laughs> he had I, just come off. Uh, <laughs> what's that fucking movie? Uh, is uh, the one where he's the. Uh, is it Weird Science? Weird Science. Yeah, or, he's, he's a. He's, that might be closer to Near Dark. He's Maybe. like the mouth breathing fucking yeah. brother, and in near dark, he's it's like the same deal. He's just like a a fucking moron, finger uh, looking good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, I watched Alien Young, and um, I loved it. Um, and you know, when I watched Prometheus, I loved it. Um, I I never, I'm not into the whole like Alien, like 
culture thing, the, like the mythos or whatever. Yeah, all the, all the people that are really into the whole world of of Alien. That that's not that's not me. I just enjoy the films, and I thought Prometheus was an excellent film. Um, the way they did it, I uh, I like the origin story, dude. I like to me that is like so. so do I I mean, ba- I, I dark. The, not the Dark Knight, but the, the original Batman movie is my favorite Batman because I like seeing how it became Batman. You know? You're you're an origin story guy. I'm an origins guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm an origins guy. You like Spider Man <laughs> one over Spider Man. I like seeing how they became yeah. who they become. You know, um, that intrigues me. Uh, my my first my earliest uh, alien memory was playing uh, Mikey Torch had uh, one of the alien games on PlayStation back in the day so that's the first time i remember any kind of alien related shit and i feel like alien has a big influence on a lot of different video games not just their oh yeah dude 100 percent uh, shit but uh yeah i and i i don't know i like i said i, I guess it must have been the damon lindelof of it all while why i was very obsessed with this movie when it first came out but i remember watching it and it was a fairly big hit but it didn't do what <laughs> the studio wanted it to do. Did like, it not make money? It made money, but it didn't make like, you know, it, it, it wasn't a grand slam. It, it seems was, like they put a lot of money into it. It was probably a double when they wanted it to be a home run. Got I, I got imagine. It. Got it. Um, but it's a weird movie. I, I dig it a lot, but very I can, weird movie. I can see why, uh, people should on it. Uh, I don't know. Should we, should we get, let's get into the movie. Get let's into break it the down. Movie proper. All right. So, it opens with, actually, I forgot about this. Very opening scene. We see right up front. They show you what the engineers look like. The, they do, the, and there's a theory behind what's the, happening. The famed space jockey or whatever. Essentially, the the creatures that, in theory, created us, uh, humans. So, when you're first watching this, you have no idea what the fuck is going on. You are dropped in out of nowhere. It is. Uh, we're introduced to a uh, very muscly uh, albino albino uh, bald person. <laughs> we see a spaceship that dropped him off, and he's he he looks like he's in some beautiful locale uh, at a waterfall. He eats some black substance or he whatever. He drinks this shit and <laughs> like kind of disintegrates mm-hmm. into a million pieces, and he falls into a waterfall. And into that, we get the title card of Prometheus. When you first see this movie, you're like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. Well, you, you had a, th- a fan theory that actually makes a lot of sense. Supposedly, he is seeding, and it's not even definitive. I said he's seeding Earth. It might not even be Earth. It could be another planet. But the, the idea that these engineers, these creatures, uh, try to create life on how many number of planets, we don't know. Right, right. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, he falls into the water, uh, disintegrates into the water. And yeah, I mean, that, that theory makes a lot of sense, honestly. I said to you, so it's been a minute since we watched him. We usually got a little, little inside baseball for all the listeners out there. We were supposed to record this two and a half weeks ago. I got COVID and then I got another, uh, weird cold. So, uh, and then to boot, uh, your boy's uh, been sick. My, my, <laughs> John gets here today. Uh, Sideshow John Side and show John. Uh, my kid gets sick, like pukes everywhere. So we'll see what happens there. So. A lot of a lot of shit flying around, you know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of yeah, yeah. So. We're 
We're recording from the basement, by the way. Yeah. The cellar. It's uh, it's working out, I think. Very good. We got the Penn State game on here, and we're uh, slugging some beers down, some Murphys, and uh, we're going to talk about Prometheus now. Uh, so after that isolating scene that could... I can see... So if you're an Alien fan and you see that, you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, well, what what movie am I watching right now? Yep. Um, but we're then... Uh, I, I think we go to a sort of archae- archaeological dig kind of thing. A team of young, attractive uh, people, including Numi Rapace and our boy uh, Logan Marshall Green, who isn't Bane, but looks like Bane, they come across a uh, cave painting. Yep. Kind of dig this. So it portrays like a giant kind of guy pointing to the stars. Uh, More fan theories about this. So they see it as an invitation to go find our creators, our engineers or whatever. Um, As we watch the movie, it could be... It might be like, fuck off. Don't come here. Stay away. Stay away. (laughs) Yeah. 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 See see up here? You don't go here. Right. You stay where you're at. But so it it comes with the whole like, what's one of the themes of this movie? It's like hubris or whatever. Like uh, we think that we deserve answers from our gods or whatever, or we deserve to know, you know, the meaning of life. What are we doing here? And. But really, we you know, maybe we don't. Maybe we don't really deserve <laughs> maybe, to know maybe, shit because we we're just such such assholes. Well, we're we're just like like f- fucking gum on something's shoe, you know? Like yeah, like we don't matter that much. Yes, right. Yeah. So, um, and I we we might flash to kind of the the ship which is called Prometheus, um, coming out of hypersleep. Remember hypers, and this is, but this is also something from you're getting hints of alien stuff. Like this happens at the beginning. Well, yeah. Fa- so Fastbender is Fa- uh, the robot, right? And yes. he's like kind of minding all the people that are he's, in hypersleep. He's very into Peter O'Toole. I think. <laughs> I think. And, and I basketball, mean, apparently. And basketball, he dyes his hair like Peter O'Toole. Very odd. Uh, what do we think about Fastbender in this flick? Oh, I think he's fantastic. I mean, uh, like hands down, for me, he's the best part of the movie he, he's very good in this and um i like uh i like alien covenant fine if it didn't have fastbender that movie might be a mess like if he was i have to go back and rewatch that one i i know he was in it times two he was in it times <laughs> two um if if they don't have him in that movie it would probably suck mm. but since he's in that movie times two you're like all right it's pretty pretty good Okay, I got to go back and watch it. I like when I, is, I I say Prometheus is way better than um, Alien Covenant. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, so I think like we get to a point where it's time for him to wake everyone up, right? Yes, and you get the uh, wake up puke session. Um, you also get uh, Charlize Theron, who seems to be very separate from the rest of the group. Originally, she was uh, considered for the Numi Rapace role kind of the hero kind of person. Mm. She got caught doing some other movie. Then she came back and they're like, okay, I can film some days. I can't be the lead. So they made her this side character who's sort of an antagonist is, uh, and then there's weird questions about her. Like, 
is she human? They even ask that of her at one point. Like, is she another android kind of person? Like, like David? I mean, so her dad creates androids, and her dad is uh, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. What's his character's name? He's he's in the um, the evil group from Alien. I'm a fucking idiot. The, like the organization. Yeah, I'm forgetting his God name in this. It was something ridiculous. Yeah. God damn it. Vampin, vampin, vampin. Um. Why? Yeah. Uh, Peter Whalen. The Whalen. Whalen. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Whalen. Yeah. Which is from Alien. Like that's very. That like, is an the, alien. The Whalen company. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I I think that there still is a question when you watch that if she is an android or not like. Essentially, she's she's a very cold person. She seems to be in competition with her android brother or robot brother, or whatever. She is separated on her own, but I mean, she was asleep for. She was. We are introduced to her like doing some sick push-ups or whatever. Yeah, yeah, looking great. Um, so eventually, they call the whole crew in and they kind of explain what what they're doing. Uh, Logan Marshall Green, not Tom Hardy, and Numi Rapace. They're like, all right, we found similar paintings all over the world. These like giant creatures right. pointing towards the stars. We think this is an invitation, and that's what we're doing. We're trying to meet our creators. Try to answer that great question, why? Or, you know, that whole that whole thing. And we get a uh, did you know that it was Guy Pierce in all that old age makeup when we see a hologram of him? Um, I I did. Um not then, but I didn't when, know, I didn't when know they that. did the flashback, uh-huh. uh, yeah, then I knew. Um, I put two and two together, but yeah, Guy Pierce, uh, great, great character actor, great English character actor, very good. Yeah, um, I liked him in that western. He's that really movie. good in like Count of Monte Cristo is uh, one of his one of his big movies with Jim Caviezel. Yeah, and great revenge story. Um, He's in a lot of shit though. The Christopher um, no- the Christopher Nolan memory movie, uh, Memento. Memento. Oh yeah, Very good. he's he's the main uh, yeah. actor in that, and that that movie's fucking crazy. With what's her face from the Matrix? Yes. Yeah. Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good flick. He's good in flick. a ton of shit though, and he's always very good. Very good. Yeah. So his thing is like, I funded this whole mission because <laughs> I want to live beyond my years, but I won't be able to. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm not in hypersleep on the ship right, right now. Right. Um, so we totally know that he's going to show back. Oh, of right? course, of yeah. course. So, fucking Idris Elba, Stringer Bell is in this movie. I don't like how they don't just let him have his British accent. Like, what's the point? Why do they not let him do his British accent? Do you think that's like a choice by him, maybe? No, I don't, I don't. Or is there this like, like weird thing where like great pilots that are <laughs> that, su- sort of like, so I, dudes, I, I think have the, to be American. I think the Wayland Company is a, a very American thing. Mm. I think it's very, uh, and it fits because you know we're very, you know, we're very cocky. We're very much we want our answers now. I, I don't know, uh, but he rarely gets to use his usual accent. But he does do a pretty good American. No, no, he does. Yeah. He, he totally. If, if you watch The Wire. Oh, there's great. no way Stringer. that he, like, there's no way that you think he's British. 100. So. I didn't know he was. Until yeah. I looked it up. So, I mean, he has to be one of the best guy, best British guys to do an American accent. No, he's definitely up there. 
but he's in this movie just doing, he's just hanging out. It's crazy that he wasn't a bigger star, but um, he's still kind of big, but he's not, he doesn't lead a lot of pictures, I feel like. But, okay, so they they come down to the planet. Their whole thing is like, all right. It's Christmas. I want to get my Christmas present. Yeah, man. And uh, Logan Marshall Green, they, they see a structure or whatever, something that uh, Logan Marshall Green says I like. He says, God doesn't, or nature doesn't build in straight lines or something. There's it's a funny. Sh- they're looking at a whole world, and he zones in on one specific it spot. Is pretty, yeah, it is pretty <laughs> convenient. <laughs> But they they show they show up to the structure and it's like all right let's let's uh let's go investigate what's the worst that could fucking happen right let's check her out let's check her out uh, there's a team of people we're not gonna get all of them there's like a geologist there's a nerd guy there's yeah know, like a Marshall Green and um they go in would you go to a, a fucking alien structure in uh, on a foreign planet I wouldn't do it no no of course not. Maybe it's because we've seen enough movies or whatever, but uh, that shit terrifies me. Yeah, no. No chance. I like when they go in and uh, the geologist guy has his like, little fucking sensor things that can kind of go throughout the whole structure. And yeah, that was some like Star Wars shit. It was very Star Wars. They eventually come to a room where they find out that there's like... Air. Right. Air. Like, uh, so, okay, so whatever these things were, they terraformed this part of the Earth to yep. or the planet. Yep. And um, eventually, Dave, our boy David. Oh, funny thing that I haven't touched on. So Logan Marshall Green has a weird. I'm not gonna say racist, but he's very prejudiced against what David represents. This like the robot kind the of the robot thing. guys. Yeah, the idea that uh, you know we created these things to serve us, and he he kind of looks down upon them. And there's a lot of these philosophical questions of like. David, why are you putting on the, uh, you know, the yeah. equipment that we use? And he says to make you more comfortable because yeah, that's why I. Exist. But that's like kind of like a, a a microcosm of the whole, you know, thing, right? The whole philosophy of like, well, we created him. Yes. Who created us, and how do we think? How do they think of us? Because, like, obviously, we don't think much of them. Right. Yeah, and I think uh, really Scott talked about that where, you know, the humans are trying to find their creator. David is amongst his creators, and he kind of finds them sort of pathetic and boring. <laughs> and it's like, and not too impressed by, no, too impressed by them. But it's the, like the flip side of that is like we don't really care about him, mm-hmm. and it's like this whole thing is this big, like need to have this understanding of why we exist. And why we're here and all that. But maybe at the end of the day, we were just a science experiment and they don't really give two shits about us. Essentially, we find out that we're pretty much like an ant farm kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Or it's, something it's, similar to that. Exactly. Uh, and but and, and David looks upon us with kind of contempt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, is he wrong for that view? Because... no. We kind of humans kind of seem to be assholes in in this story anyway. He does seem to be loyal to his master. He's loyal to his guy, to his dad, to his creator, or whatever. To a point. Um, okay, so uh, in the structure, they come to essentially uh, a crowd of dead bodies at a door or whatever, 
And David this is does an alien structure, by the way, just to be clear. Like alien structure. They're in an alien structure. David does one of these things where using ancient languages that were existing back, you know, thousands of years ago, which I kind of like this idea, essentially would be similar to languages that aliens would right. use. He's able to unlock a something similar to like a cross between a it's like a reenactment or like a security tape kind of thing. We yep. see, see a group of the space jockeys, engineers, whatever you want to call them, running from something. Yep. What what is it? Probably xenomorph related. Uh, they go to. Well, do they ever really explain what that was? I don't think so, right? No, and that's the Damon Lindelof of it all. So they uh, they have, as we find out, the engineers have this black substance on the planet. It's similar to uh, nuclear arms or like nuclear right. weapons or something. It's it's some kind of like biological warfare. Yeah. We find out that this isn't the engineer's home planet. They were using this as like a storage facility for yeah. nuclear right. weapons. Right. Uh, something got fucked up here. Uh, something went wrong. A bunch of these guys try to get away. One gets his head chopped off going, trying to go into a door. Classic... Uh, Kind of feels like a cartoon kind of situation. <laughs> uh, but they retrieve the head, right? They do. They bring it back to the ship. Funnily enough, uh, the, the geologist guy and some nerd guy are like, this is when they freak out. They're like, they they see the bodies of these yeah. engineer people. are like, all right, we're going to fuck off. We are not digging this. One guy's like, I'm into rocks. Uh, yeah. He- I'm not here to like this for, th- for this. I'm out. And also, they were all skeptical about finding any type of life forms. Right? Yeah, they're like this is kind of like uh, okay, we're getting paid for like a a science experiment that's kind of not going to work out, but mm-hmm. we're okay with it cuz we're getting paid well. We don't actually expect for there to ever be a So, these guys have this realization all of a, all of a sudden like, "Oh fuck, oh, this is very much real." Maybe these guys were right and there is some kind of engineers out here or something. Mm-hmm. They freak out and just like Pretty much run away. I mean... Those two fuck off. Got to point out a pretty bad plot hole here. The one guy uh, sent his robots out to do a map of the place. How does he get lost? Yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, but uh, not to be that CinemaSins kind of guy, but he's, uh, they get hopelessly lost for a while. Whatever. Um, so the rest of the crew, they take the head fucking... They take the fucking head back. <laughs> Go back to their ship. Is this when the, uh, the there's a storm that happens too? There's like the, there is. That's why. That's why. So yeah, the storm's coming. Actually, I think Stringer or uh, what's what's his face in this? I, I forget. Um, you can go Stringer. I like yeah. That. Stri- Stringer. Stringer's like, hey, you better get back to base. <laughs> <laughs> so they run back, and the other two are stuck there. They get stuck. Okay, maybe they get stuck or what? Like maybe they got sidetracked for a little bit, then they get stuck. They get stuck because the storm's really bad apparently. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So so they bring the head back. I think David was on the ex- exhibition also, and he's found the black stuff, right? Yes. Yes. I gotta get a beer. Okay, go get a beer. <laughs> um, it, uh, uh, I'll take one. So um, it's a pretty decent... We're seeing a lot of... Really, Scott's one of the few directors, I feel like, working today and back then that could demand so much money for a sci-fi script and still pull it off. I think the ship that they were filming on 
was fairly practical. I think he said he could almost live on it. I think he could, I think it had bathrooms and shit on there. So, you know, when you're watching a movie, it does look real. It does look better than a lot of MC, MCU movies today. So good, you know, good for them on that front. Uh, really Scott weaponizing his, you know, his fucking name to get all the money on the screen. But, uh, as the crew's coming back, there's a crazy storm. You know, oh, we aren't thinking that any of them are going to die here, but it's a, it's a good little tension scene. Shaw barely makes it ma- <laughs> Shaw barely makes it back onto the ship. Jesus Christ, spit that out. Um, but uh, good shit. Um, and this is when we get a very cool but unsettling scene in the flick, I'd say. Uh, when they sort of try to revive the head of an engineer. Oh, this part's so cool. Uh, eerie. So, uh, like I said earlier, I think we are somewhat cheating by saying it's a horror movie, but there are horror touches in this flick, I would say. There's definitely some horror aspects of it. There's some shit that would scare the shit out of anyone, honestly. Like, so we, when we see the head of the engineer again, we're like, okay, it looks... Well, first it's like it's like they they figure out that there's like a mask on top of it, right? They take the yeah. mask off. So that was always a thing. There and there was like fan, not fan, but they would have, um, you know, alien. You know how like Star Wars would have their like expanded book series or whatever like that. That's how the engineers were always uh, portrayed, having these this like mask mask kind of thing, and it almost looked part of their body. It's like. A, um, uh, a guy that worked on the original Alien, H.R. Geiger, he came up with this term, or I don't know if he came up with it, but uh, the biomechanical kind of thing, the fusing of like human and uh, right. machine kind of stuff. Like we see that in The Matrix as well. But uh, we find out, oh no, it's just a fucking mask. And if you unlock it, looks it's humanoid, right? Looks fairly human. Yeah. yeah. Which I kind of like that touch, but still not exactly human. It's like a. Like Greek statuesque kind of, sort of like a better version of a human, like a way better version of a human, like kind of what I would like to look like. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. Um, but they kind of start fucking with the head, trying to bring it back. To, well, they try like, to trick it back into. There's some thing. Scottish chick. She's like, "You can trick it back into thinking yeah. it's alive." That's Mag- my terrible Scottish accent. That shit. That's like a fucking. So we kind of des- they kind of deserve everything they get for what they do to this head i feel like at this point <laughs> they pretty much magic this thing back into life where they science this thing back into life i mean i like right away just see that like it looks horrified oh yeah, yeah yeah it's like and there's some like thing like something was taking it's like, over its body right like that's it might be the black substance yeah yeah yeah, yeah maybe and uh eventually <laughs> it explodes it fucking explodes yeah. and it's disgusting yeah they're like okay Let's chop that one up for unsuccessful. And I think from there we get to like this weird scene where uh, uh, Bane wannabe is uh, at like a uh, a table. Uh, he's he got drunk. He's playing pool, right? Yeah, by himself. By himself. Because essentially, all- essentially, to find out, they suspect that it is what we said that that we are kind of a science experiment or like an yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever yep. like there's no greater purpose like it's just well they figured out that it wasn't a sign for us to come yeah, see them right yeah. like that's yeah yeah so there's like no divine kind of so he's sitting there sulking drinking some 
you know, like vodka or something like that. Just feeling sorry for himself, essentially. And uh, David has been playing with the idea. So he has a black substance. He knows there's something interesting about it. And he is very literal because he's a robot. Or right. Says, what would you what would you do to find out all the all the answers to every question that you had? And fake Tom Hardy says, I would do anything. <laughs> and uh, our boy David takes that very literally. Yep. Puts a little black uh, substance into the a little drink. drippy drip. A little drippy drip. Network. Cheers. Let's drink our drinks. Yeah. And then doesn't David actually have a drink? He does. Drink. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess he's capable of doing that shit. I guess. Maybe in small doses. I don't know. Um, but he's fucked up. Oh, yeah. Uh, there. I mean, there's some good, you know, there's a lot. Of, like, Idris Elba is in co- uh, communication with the guys back on the alien like, hey, guys, you're kind of fucked for a while. Well, yeah, tight. and they, they check in. They're like, oh, yeah, we're good. We're just walking around. And then What's-Her-Face comes around, and he asks if she's a robot, right? Yeah. And he's like, also, <laughs> do you want to fuck? And she's like, she's like, I'm not a robot. Uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll fuck you. <laughs> and she and was like, they, beat me in my quarters they, in like 20 minutes. And they uh, proceed to fuck. Well, he leaves, and that's when all hell breaks loose back on the alien ship, right? So, And this is another thing that people kind of shit on a little bit, script-wise. So these two guys, you know, they were so scared about the idea of, um, you know, um, engineers existing on this structure. Uh, the one nerd guy is very uh, charmed by the sight of this terrifying snake-like yeah, creature dude, that we that, see. I, I don't get that part either. It's pretty dumb. So I get... Uh, yeah, it wasn't I, written right. I, I, like, I, don't, I don't have a great defense of it, to be like, honest. Like, let the snake attack him. Don't act like, yeah, oh, come here, you're cute. How do you fix the scene? The snake sneaks up on them. That, yeah. that's, that's how you fix it. Pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, no one is going to like be... like. If you put yourself in that situation, I know it's not reality. We do this thing all the time where we're like oh, watching fantastical things and we say, oh, this is kind of bullshit. Or but whatever. come on. Yeah. If you put yourself in that situation, this guy has been afraid of everything. He's afraid of his own fucking shadow, this guy. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden there's this alien snake and he's like saying it's cute. And he wants to like talk to it. It really, it really is an easy fix. You know what you do? You have the thing <laughs> drop on him from the fucking ceiling or something. You know, yeah, any, sure. like, any kind of. Sure. Um, but. Also, I, I guess, you know, if, if I want to play into the themes, it more goes to the hubris or the stupidity of humanity to try to approach this thing and think you have all the power. Perhaps that's what Scott was trying to get across. Maybe. Uh, uh, there's, be- there's better ways of doing it, but if I want to make apologies for the movie. but so Okay, so what happens that this the fucking nerd guy thinks this terrifying snake thing looks very cute or whatever it doesn't look cute by the way it looks like can, a fucking, can we also throw it out there? it looks like <laughs> it looks like a demon white penis yeah, it, yeah it looks scary as fuck and i would not go anywhere near that thing um yeah but anyway <laughs> it it pretty much like goes through his uh his uh his entire body right like it like it like goes into his mouth goes into his mouth and just yeah then he's fucked the uh uh the St- st- I was going to call him the stone guy. What happened to the other guy? The, so the, the other guy falls into a <laughs> puddle of the black substance. And he just like disintegrates? or 
Uh, he stays there for a while, then he reanimates as like a psycho zombie kind of thing. Like, mm. like he transforms into this like deformed, but they assume he's dead for the time being. Mm. But so, uh, Snake goes into our boy, our noid, noid boy, nerd, nerd boy. boy, Jesus Christ. And so, so two down right away. Yeah. So that's happening. And then at the same time, uh, uh, what's his face is Sean, Tom Hardy is uh, about to just get, get little, uh, saucy with his, uh, girl going to get it on. We find out that, uh, Shaw. So, uh, again, Tom Hardy, not Tom Hardy. He's very upset. He's like, okay, so we find out that we're not that special. Um, anyone can create life. He says that, and that bums out Shaw because she's uh, unable to have uh, children, and she takes that kind of as a slight. Yeah, and he's like, ah, babe, I didn't mean it like that. Let's fuck. And uh, but fuck. then he gets laid somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He somehow he somehow gets laid. So uh, <laughs> j- j- jot that down. <laughs> um. I think that's kind of the major action. Maybe we might get like a Machiavellian scene with fucking David uh, talking to someone off screen about we have to move. Oh no, the move things along already came with uh, Tom Hardy putting the black substance. I feel like the next scene is like uh, Tom Hardy waking up, kind of weird looking, like hungover, hungover and looking in the mirror. And we've all been there. Got some weird shit in his eyes. Like. Yeah. There's a black substance in his eye and he just shakes it off. And it's like, okay, let's go back down to the uh, alien structure to see what's and up. he's not feeling good. Like, he's no. not not doing too good. Uh, and, you know, it's more excav- excavation shit. They go back down. But the whole time, they're like, you okay over there? Fake time hard. And he's like, yeah, I'm great. And he starts, like, coughing and coughing. hacking and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But he, they, he goes anyway. Mm-hmm. And they get in there. And then shit gets weird. They might come to the room where they see all of the, uh, you know, the, the monument to the engineers, like the kind of... The, they do. The they do. Uh, we might get can- more canisters at that point, too, containing the black substance. We're not getting any eggs or anything yet, but it's, you know, the idea... The idea of this alien DNA shit. Like, this this feels like the first alien movie, just slightly, <laughs> slightly different. Um but Tom Hardy gets sick, right? Mm-hmm. Starts coughing. Got to bring him back to the ship. Got to go back, dude. Got to go back. I think they, they do see their two friends. They dead. may. They oh, see. They, the, they see the two guys dead. Um, I think David's pretty much very much like interesting. I kind of like what I'm seeing right now. I, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> this is kind of cool. Uh, it's kind of sweet. Uh, they go back to the ship though. At, but uh, Charlie Theron is not. Having it not allowing Hardy wannabe to get back onto the ship, which she's right about, by the way. Yeah, she's one hundred percent correct. Looks like shit. Yeah, right? it looks like shit. Um, and it becomes that thing where eventually Fake Tom Hardy kind of commits suicide by going into a flamethrower from Charlie's Theron. Yep, pretty heavy. Pretty yeah, heavy. pretty pretty heavy shit. And then he's just kind of dead there for a while and. Um, we get inside. Shaw passes out. She wakes up. David is by her side. And we get this thing with David where <laughs> Fastbender's so good in this movie where he's, he's doing so that. He's so good in this movie, by He's the way. doing this thing where he's doing fake consolation, but it's somewhat mocking at the same time. Uh, you're all alone now. That must be very, very sad. I wish I could feel sadness, but I can't because I am 
of me. Yeah. And uh, it gets into personal questions. He's like, so when was the last time you... uh, Have you had intercourse? Fucked. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, you know, that's about, you know, I'm not pregnant. I can't be. And he's like, oh, you're well, well you're three months along. At you're this three point. months along at this point. So something always confused me about the alien. And she's like, that's not possible. These things do have an accelerated uh, lifespan, right? Like, so an alien the thing pops out of John Hurt. It looks like a fucking little ant, or not yeah. an ant, but like a little creature. Yeah. The, the next scene is pretty much full grown into xenomorph or whatever. They grow pretty quickly. So in her. She just fucked last night, and the thing is essentially three three months pregnancy. Yeah, at this point. So within another day, like that thing's coming out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um. Oh man. Yeah. So we get to the scene. This is what qualif- This is what gives us the right to talk about this on a spooky movie podcast. I think. So the uh, and it's also a terrifying thing of they. He, <laughs> He puts her under again by saying, you know, we're going to freeze it. We're going to take it back to Earth and research this thing. And she is, of course, like, get this, the fuck out of me. We yeah. can't do this or whatever. Um, She comes too early. She fights her way out of... Well, she doesn't she think like she's asleep? She thinks like she's asleep. I think they do knock her out, but I think she wakes up or maybe I'm mixing up. But she does kind of get away. And she comes to a pod, a like... Uh, there was a surgical pod that can actually do like surgeries, like a, a robot does surgeries. Like A fun thing that, I did, you know, you don't think about when you're watching it at first. It was only set for male or whatever. Right, right, right. Why? Because right. Wayland is on the ship, a fucking 99-year-old yeah. guy or whatever. Yeah. But, and he's selfish and doesn't care about anyone yeah. but himself. Yeah, so she figures out, like, uh, what, what does she say? She tr- first goes C-section. They're like, no, that's not, you're not uh, a male. We don't do, that's not a procedure that we do. And she says some kind of other. Might be an appendix. But anyway, so. she's, like, on this, like, robotic uh, fucking medical chair tube thing. And robots are about to do, like, a bunch of incision shit on her with her robot hands and stuff. She does, like, they uh, anesthetize her as... She's hitting herself with that shit. She's hitting herself with the shit, Constantly. She's sweating. And her stomach, the the alien is trying to get out. Like, it's like her stomach... You can see her stomach bubbling or whatever. It's it's moving in such a weird, gross way. Um, Yeah. Supposedly... I I don't know if I read this. I, I think this whole thing was a week. This whole scene. And the scene is fucking nuts, man. The scene is nuts. And I'll tell you, she's still somehow sort of attractive in this She scene. is somehow so hot. Uh, also, you know, we... <coughs> excuse me. We give actors a lot of shit sometimes. That they pretend like they go through a lot of bullshit. Um, I'm not the first person saying this, though. The, the idea, so she has to do this all day for several days. Essentially, you're tr- at some point you are tricking your body into going into shock or whatever. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're in this constant state of freaking the fuck out. It does take a toll on the body. Yeah, you can see her like she's doing some fucking acting here. Dude, is what I'm trying to say. Dude, it was it was one of the best. <coughs> it's <laughs> I can't think of a better scene uh, in terms of pregnancy and giving birth. <laughs> okay, I'll say that. Like, the, and this works, you know. When you okay, if you are a fan of Alien and you're watching this movie, you have the knowledge of John Hurt. Okay, we're trying to prevent a John Hurt right now. Yeah. So yeah. the tension is fucking dialed up to like ten or whatever. Yep. Yep. And we like Shaw. We we're on her side. 
We we don't want to see a little fucking alien pop out of her she's, fucking she's, stomach. She's she's a she's a cute, sexy yeah. chick, and she's smart, and she you know has uh, aspirations of figuring out where we came from. I don't know. We get behind her. She's the antagonist. Yes. So, but eventually she gets the setting set right or whatever. They do the oh. the incision into her. You can feel her fucking pain as a separate her like skin and the arm goes yeah, into so her. They do that like incision thing with a laser mm-hmm. and then these two like mechanical claws come in and separate her stomach. Mm-hmm. And you hear it. Like you hear them separating yep. the stomach. And then you hear the fucking other like the, 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 the other robot machine hand going in. It's like the claw yes. in one yeah. of those fucking games you like that you games, play at the arcade, yeah. right? Yeah. You know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When you're trying to win like a a, a, a fucking teddy bear. But you ain't winning a teddy it's, bear here, It's like bro. one of these rusty claws going into her stomach, and just, it pulls out, it wins, right? Oh, yeah. you're a winner, winner. Yeah, I guess, I guess the, uh, yeah. It pulls out this disgusting, filthy mess of a, what do you call that, dude? I, I It looks kind of squid-like, I want to well, say, but it well, has- Well, it's not a squid yet, it's in this, like, like- It was in a sack or whatever. It's I in, like, this fluid-filled, mucusy sack. And then it busts over her, so she gets all that. Yep. Yep. So it's 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 up above her head, and then that the mucusy sack blows open, and all of a sudden there's this fucking squid that's hanging on by this claw, faceless kind tr- of thing. It's trying to get to her face to like just yep. fucking face fuck her, you know? Yep. And of course, and she <laughs> she has to repair herself. It's, it's very claustrophobic. She's stuck in this tube thing, and this thing's trying to reach for her. She gets out, traps the thing in there, but. It, and another thing, this thing looks, it looks, that looks like it was a puppet or something. Like it doesn't look full CGI. It looks like there was a physical oh, thing yeah, 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 yeah. in the tube with her. Yeah. Trying to get at her. Well, dude, so this thing's trying to get her face and it's like, she's like dialing what to do on yeah. the computer at the same time. Cause she still, she still sort of has her wits about her. Her stomach gets stapled. She slides out of there. Like she slides out of there. Like. The thing is like right over her face as she's sliding out. Mm. Then she closes it up and then she does this like thing where she kind of like tries to freeze it and then gets the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then shows up uh, to where David's at, the robot, yeah. with now uh, Waylon. And David's just like, oh, b- business as usual. How you doing? You look good. <laughs> you know? Uh, like, 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 n- like that whole thing wasn't a thing. This uh, this might have happened right before or right after, but David, or maybe it was during the excursion. David goes, he finds a secret room in the alien uh, base or whatever. Essentially, he finds where the uh, engineers are hibernating, uh, hibernating. Right. There's like five or six of them. Most of them are dead, but there's one left alive. And... He sees in there like with there's no dialogue here. There we're we're kind of like putting things together, I guess, the best we can. Right, right, but right. He sees there's a hologram of Earth. That's so, right. That's right. There's a whole big hologram that yeah. goes over his head. Yeah, yeah. And we get the idea of all right, these things know about Earth. They probably essentially, if we want to go back to the first scene, maybe they seeded us or something like that. Um. Also, I'm not sure if David finds it finds out or not, but uh, they they intended on d- 
destroying Earth or everything on Earth mm. 2,000 years ago. In the original script, it was going to be inferred that Christ was an engineer, was, came, was sent by these guys to say, hey, you guys are being too violent. Settle the fuck down. They crucified Christ. And that was the impetus for them. Huh. Really, Scott took that out. He's like, nah, that might be too much. Like I kind of like that, actually. But, but that, that, <laughs> that was the original thought. That I kind of like that. Like, humanity was too violent. We sent we sent one of our boys down. They crucify one of our boys. I kind of like that. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. But the whole concept. I th- maybe he was uncomfortable tying something so close to Christianity. Religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. Yeah, I get that. But you know, we say that Shaw is a Shaw wears a cross the whole movie. So. He does. He does. So. Very nervous. There's, there's still a touch of that shit in the movie. But mm. um, okay, so post alien abortion, not quite abortion, but C-section. We find out, yeah, like you said, Waylon's alive. And and David's like, oh, um, well, she's like, oh, we yeah, we, we were wrong. There's there's no one here. There there's nothing here. And and Davis like there's one, yes. Also, Idris Elba may have taken a trip down, and he was like, "We should get the fuck out of here." Wait so- a second, is that okay? So now I'm like questioning. So remember our boy Hardy? Yeah. At what point does oh, he come back? Did the, we miss that? So it's not Hardy. It's the guy that collapse. It's the rock guy that collapsed into um, a pool of the black substance. You know the guy that's like in the structure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he he collapsed into the Blackpool. <coughs> Excuse me. He comes back zombified. Right. It's like super powered strength. And yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, they have to. <laughs> it's you know it's a decent actiony sequence. He's like super powered. He's fucking people up, crushing their heads. Kills He's, a bunch of people. Kills a bunch of people. They eventually run over him with a fucking. One of their machines or something. Pretty cool, but that's that's uh, that's what the black stuff can do to you. So black stuff, not good. Don't black fuck stuff with not it. Not good. Yeah. Um, but Idris Elba comes up with the hypothesis of like, okay, so these engineers exist, of course. They, this isn't their planet though. They're using this as like a storage unit for their weapons because he's right. That's what smart. That's what a smarter, uh, you know. Class of people would do. We like we store our fucking nukes on planet Earth because that's all we can do at the point. Right at this point, these people are so advanced that they're storing their nu- nukes on some other planet. Other planets, yeah. So that's a thought there. But Waylon's alive, and he explains pretty much. By the way, he's, there's a weird scene with his feet. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't um, like it either. Like David's rubbing his feet. He's got these really long toenails, and he's yeah. It's really gross. So I'll throw that out there. Waylon kind of reminds me of uh, Mr. Burns uh, when he created the uh, <laughs> not the lie. What's the place where you get to gamble? I'm a fucking idiot. He reminded me of like uh, Burns when they did Burns uh, doing. Um, the airplane guy. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With like the beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. basically he's the aviator guy. Where aviator. Like yeah, yeah. Bottling yeah. his own piss and really <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> great, great episode. Yeah. What do you call that? Where you go to? Why am I a fucking idiot? You go somewhere to gamble. A casino. Casino. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Springfield Casino. God you okay? Damn it. You okay? okay? No, I'm not okay. Okay, so. <laughs> 
we we pretty much get Waylon's thing. He's like, yeah, I want to live longer. I deserve to live longer. I have all the money. I have all the resources. That's why you guys were sent here. Let's go meet our maker. And uh, they get to meet their maker. Yeah, it's just this whole thing where, like, at this point, you know that the maker probably isn't the main maker, right? Mm-hmm. So him meeting this thing isn't going to help out his cause, you know, at the end of the day, like, um, and it's, it's, it also speaks to the whole hubris thing again. Like we are in the whole scheme of everything. We're nothing. We're very small. Yeah. And we're not that important. And we, why, why would we deserve to live any longer than anyone else? You know? And this, this, uh, this mission it ends up just as like this big waste of money, essentially, because, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, for Whalen, that is like his whole idea. It was all selfish. He just wanted to try to figure out a way to live longer. And this is where we get a lot of my. Um, this is very much written by Damon Lindelof. So we go into the, we go into the room. They revive the engineer. He, mm-hmm. he comes up. He's looking. Guy's like seven feet tall. He's fucking bald or whatever. David starts speaking in in his uh, Indo, you know, proto language. Like, my master wants to live longer. He wants a secret to life. What is it? So, and Shaw at the same time, she's kind of going crazy herself. She's like, "Why do they do this to us? Why do they? Why do they abandon us?" Is her kind of thing, right? Because she's coming from the Christian perspective. She's still holding on to this. Like, there needs to be a reason why they created us. We have to have reason. Yeah, you and- know, purpose. Yeah, her thing is why. Yeah, why do I like? Why do I exist? Why did you leave me? Yeah. Why yeah. did you forsake me, God? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Waylon's just like, yo, let me get some more of that life, bro. And so we're we're getting all these questions, that, and of of course we're not going to get any answers because what happens? Uh, the engineer rips off David's head. Yep. I well, think he pats his head first, right? He like, pats his head or like, oh, what the fuck are you? Uh, oh, okay. Cool that you know my language. Though, but fuck you. <laughs> sort of impressive that you know my language. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Oh, you don't exist. Okay, whatever. You're not a human, but I'm still going to fuck you yeah, up. You're destroyed. Uh, Waylon gets kicked or whatever by this giant engineer <laughs> that's, person. That's it for him. He's dead after that. Um, is it a kind, of, kind of depressing, but very much Ridley Scott where I think – Wayland, as he's dying, he's like, you know, I, I feel like there's going to be nothing after this. And David's like, you're right. There's nothing. Enjoy your journey, sir. Yeah. Like kind of that. Yeah. Yeah. That very nihilistic kind of yep. Um, yep. ending, which uh, God bless Ridley Scott for, you know, I, I like, I kind of, I dig the nihilism sometimes, which <laughs> goes hand in hand with uh, sci-fi, I feel like. But so. Engineer running amok, he gets into a spaceship. Well, he still wants to destroy Earth, right? That's the thing. They find it, yeah. So, and and Shaw has to radio back to our boy uh, Stringer Bell. As very, th- it's this thing of like Stringer. Yeah, that thing is going to Earth and it's going to fucking destroy all life. We don't know why. And Stringer's We've got like, no reason why, and it's just going to happen. So. And Stringer's like, this isn't a warship. And she's like, I know. And so it's that. It's an unspoken, like, you got to sacrifice yourself. Like, uh, 
And, and there's some uh, I forgot the there Stringer has some buddies on the ship that are they're pretty funny. They 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 go into death with kind of a and they're okay with it. They're kind of okay with it. They're like, okay, we're gonna die heroes. The one guy is in Marvel movies. He's in uh, the Doctor Strange. He's just like, sadder. Yeah, he got big. Um, but uh, man, you know, maybe it works for him. Maybe he gets more movie roles off of that. But they they crash into the engineer ship. Mm-hmm. Shaw gets the fuck. Uh, not Shaw. Um, Charlie's Theron gets off the ship. Another criticism of the movie. So Charlie's Theron gets out. She's, uh, but the um, engineer ship is on a circular crash kind of thing where it's like rolling towards her. Everyone says, why doesn't she run sideways or zigzag or something? She's running in straight yeah, line. Yeah, and it barely yeah, misses her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it runs her over, and she's she's dead. She oh, she, but she survived the first one. She might have survived the first one. So there's the first one where she survives, and then the second one she doesn't. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. remember, she meets up with Shaw for a second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I get it on that second one. Yeah, she should have. Gone the other way for, you know, 10 yards. And she's yeah, fine. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Stringer. Chaos. Stringer get, does the job, and mm. the engineer, but the engineer is not dead, dude. He's not dead. Shaw goes back to uh, the structure. I forget why. Maybe she's trying to look for a way out. Well, but... there's air in there, too, and I, maybe she's thinking there's food in there. I, I don't know, but find out that the little baby thing has grown into a much larger or I'm it's, dumb. It's a face sucker. It's a face sucker. But I think the engineer gets to her first and she's in a struggle. Maybe Well, no, the- she gets in there. Remember remember then uh uh what's his fake Fastbender says uh he starts radioing her and yeah. she thought that he was gone. Yeah. And and you're not alone or whatever. Yeah, she and and he's like He's coming your way. Yeah. If he's not dead, he's coming your way. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, he gets through, and then she fucking opens the thing up, and okay. then the alien takes, or the, the face sucker takes him. Fake su- and this thing's huge at this point. Yep. Has many tentacles. Yep. The, the uh, engineer struggles with it. It's, it's pretty strong, but it's not strong enough to nope. fight back, and it does... What a lot of these things does gets in uh, our boy's mouth and implants something into yep. it. Yep. Uh, very terrifying. Yo, t- t- look t- look great. Uh, like it, it looks very totally cool. Yeah. Shaw escapes, and she gets back to the alien ship, right where David is. There's like she gets she she finds well, not David, the alien ship, but uh, where she, she gets it. She finds David's head, and they find out that there's still like. Um, there is a ship left. I forget fucking how. But but there he there, says there's a, there's another yeah. ship. He's, he, I think he says there's a bunch here. Yeah. So and her she, idea is like, he asks her, you know, do you want to go home? And she says, No, I want to go. I want to find. I still want to pursue the mission. Like I want to find our maker. Right. Right. And I think we're getting the seeds of a sequel that. A sequel does happen, but it's not the exact sequel that really Scott had in mind. It's originally. not the sequel that I wanted, honestly, man. Like, no, because a proper sequel would have followed Shaw, and the sequel we got did not. No, um, I think there was some studio. the The very fact that the next movie is called Alien: Colon uh, 
Covenant. Elliot Colon. It is it's it, it, alien. The, the covenant, the, covenant. But no, there's a colon in between that. It's but I like, a, I like the. Oh, you know, you're thinking of like asshole colon. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> alien asshole. Alien asshole covenant. But the, <laughs> the the very fact that the next movie has to have the word alien in it makes me think that it's a it's a we're moving away. From we're moving away from what the original plan was or what one of the original plans was. Okay, so how's the movie end? Shaw wants to go find her maker soul and she's going to take David. Then there's a breakaway scene to back to the ship. Well, you think the movie, you thought the movie was over, but it's not, bro. Yeah. Get some... Breakaway we, scene. Uh, we we the, see the body of the engineer. Yep. Rumbly tumbly a little bit. Uh, it comes out the back though, right? Like his back opens up instead of the front. Yeah, I want to yeah. say, um, and our boy, we have our, an alien, our xenomorph, or something our first xenomorph, or, or something very similar to a xenomorph. It stretches out, does a scream, fucking yeah, it does the mouthing, yeah, great, yeah, yeah, dude, yes, yeah, excellent, awesome, awesome fucking movie. I mean. Great, uh, great tease for the next movie that, like we said, doesn't quite match up for what this movie was. But still. yeah, man, I, I, I I'm I, okay. I okay. So while I did like the second movie as its own movie, I was disappointed. So I mean, Shaw Shaw is written off essentially, right? S- similar David to David Kilzer. Um, yeah, David Kilzer almost off, sc- pretty much off screen. Yeah. Um. So. Similar to how this, uh, the production of this movie is weird, where they were like, "It's an alien prequel." Actually, it's not an alien alien prequel. Back to it's sort of an alien prequel. Like there, like it kept on going back and forth. Yeah. Um. When it came to Alien Covenant, they were like, "Do we want to have Shaw? Do we not want to have Shaw?" And they did. They did a split the difference kind of thing where they did bring right. her in, but for essentially back like. Uh, essentially a flashback which is not satisfying to people that really dug Prometheus and you kind of do the character dirty but it kind of right. it kind of reminds me of you remember in Aliens uh you know we grow to love the character Newt the, the little girl character that uh Sigourney Weaver s- saves Alien 3 they kill her off right away right you right, know what right. I mean? like that, right. so that's a I never thought I never kind of put that together but it's it is weirdly similar that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see that. Yep. Yep. So pretty unforgiving to the audience and to a character that you kind of invested right, some, some right, thought right, into. Right. Um but yeah, I, I, I would like to I would like to talk to your buddy about this. Like I what, why yeah, what's man. so what's so offensive about this that Well, like I said, he's really into alien man, like um, I think the purists have a lot of issues with it, and I don't know what all those are. I would love to bring it, bring him on to kind of break that down at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, just as a movie watcher, like uh, you know, I'm not so into the mythology and the whole creed of Alien. I love the movies, and I loved Prometheus. I thought it was an awesome prequel. Um, you know, it it works for me like i i like answering questions you know yeah and and these are like fat like 
fascinating questions too. It's like the whole okay, why are we here? Why 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 do we exist? The the whole yeah, and it ties into the ancient alien hypothesis, which is you know mostly bullshit, I imagine, but it's still fun to think about, like the the idea that we come from the the stars or whatever, you know, like that. And just the idea, like, okay, so the engineers in this movie aren't even the, you know, main alien or whatever, the, the main life form that thought of stuff, you know, like, yeah, there's, so they exist, but who created them? Yeah, exactly. Kind of so so it, it kind of goes on and on. Keep like, on going and yeah, going. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit of, a video game series Halo that I like to play a lot, which there, there's by like, the way Austin's favorite game to play at the arcade. Pretty sweet, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, but, so that's a very nerd kind of thing, though. But they, they have <laughs> they have um, there's you know these ancient races in that lore as well. They have yeah. like these, uh, you know, but before humans, they were uh, they had these things called the forerunners, and before them, there were the precursor, like the silliest fucking names for races. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. the same idea of like. The, I, I like, and in that mythos, there's the, um, I think I like a lot where the idea that white, uh, life has been wiped out so many times that the, the universe is way, even way older than we think it is. So it's had to restart a few times and we just don't even, Oh yeah. I, it's, I, so, I, it's, so, it's so ancient that we don't like, it's. Like the universe might be twice as old that we even. The theories about all yeah. this stuff are just you can go way down the rabbit hole, man. Mm. Like way, to, like even the fact that like okay, there's this universe and there's also like parallel universes going on at the same time where you exist in those. Oh other, yeah. You know, like that's where the idea of the multiverse comes in, and mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. So maybe in this other universe here, you're you know. Sort of like you, but not really. You're kind you're, of a. You're way more successful and better looking, or and, uh, you're like a, a drug addict or a jerk yeah. off, or something. I, I don't know. It's just like, um, and that's where like sometimes people say, "Oh, ghosts are actually just like." Uh, where alien, yeah, aliens are like just like these echoes from other, from other uni- yeah, yeah, shadows from the other universe, like they get through a window. Um. So yeah, uh, that's all interesting to me, man. I. I love all these theories, and I, I'm a big conspiracy theory guy. Um, I don't believe in any of them, essentially, really. But now I've not found a conspiracy theory that is plausible yet. But I still, I mean, like, flat Earth is pretty good, right? Uh, well, the one that gets me is birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. The flat Earth thing is funny too, because someone eventually was like, "Well, can, can you try to escort one of these fucking idiots to the end of the Earth and see what happens?" <laughs> I mean, that the flat Earth people never do it. So, like they, they never try to go to the end of the earth. I'll say this. The only one that might be sort of have some kind of like truth to it, and I'm, I'm not saying I believe in it, but... JFK? Well, no, not JFK. I mean, that, that that's that's one too. That's an interesting one. The, the one I think is that the moon landing... There's something about that. It does seem kind of preposterous that we did that in 1969 to me. I, I don't know. I mean, I, it, I'm... I every time I think about it, I'm like, were we really capable of landing on a, on the moon they in did, 1969? They did have to fuck up a bunch of times before they supposedly successfully. Can did you imagine it. back then though? Like, no, we, that must there be. was no cell phone shit. There was like, what is the uh, percent? Because how many people have died trying to go up into space? I, I don't know. I like the thing is, I, I don't think many. No, well, so I think the, we're like. I think we have a pretty high percentage of people surviving 
And it's like, that's kind of wild to think about that most people that have gone up there haven't died. Like 99% of them haven't, you know? Pretty terrifying. I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it either. Yeah. And it's like, you imagine being one of the first people to do it and then to actually land that, whatever that fucking the lem- dumpster trap yeah. they landed on the moon. Uh, like that, Yeah, that, they, you found out that like a tree house was better built than one of those fucking I things. I mean, dude, it was like paper, paper thin. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. That one to me, I could see if that whole thing was actually like a facade. I wouldn't be shocked. Well, they said uh, the, the conspiracy theory that one or one of them was that Stanley Kubrick actually directed. Uh, yeah, I heard that too. And that's why the kid in The Shining wears a uh, Apollo shirt. Oh, or that's interesting. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, look, it, that's the one where I'm like, if it came out that was actually fake, I'd be like, like okay, okay, okay. okay. I, 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 I kind of buy it being fake. And like, why do we really need to go there anyway? Like, yeah, the the whole idea, I guess, was like to you you find out a lot about the Earth's past by studying the Moon somehow. I don't know. Mm. I don't. I don't specifically know how. I don't. I'm I'm a dumb person. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, we're, so we're back to Alien. Um, is there anything coming out in the Alien world that I'm not aware of? I don't know. They are uh, so now in the weird rights world that we live in Disney so Disney acquired Fox Fox owned um, Alien so Disney now owns Alien okay oh that's that's funny isn't okay. that funny yeah. so uh, so Disney is working on a new Alien movie okay uh, I think I'm gonna double check this I think Fede Alvarez uh, the guy that did the uh, Evil Dead remake from 2013 I think he's doing the new alien. Let me okay. let me double check that. Okay. Evil Dead twenty thirteen. Fede Alvarez. Yep, yep. Fede Alvarez is working on a new uh, alien movie. So that's cool. Uh, I, I dug that remake a lot. Is there going to be any like Prometheus stuff? I no. It's, so this is going to be unrelated to Prometheus. Mm. And see, I, I would like to see something there, like some prequel shit. You know. Well, at this point, it would be cool to complete the David story. Right. Know? Yeah, because um, they definitely focus in on David. So David is essentially uh, Doctor Frankenstein at the end of uh, Alien Covenant. Where right. He has a ship full of. Yep. All kinds of spooky stuff. So maybe or Noah's Ark, like, or yeah, two of every fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah alien creatures at that point. Go create his own world. Some some you know some fucked up like world a, a planet of xenomorphs with human sacrifice kind yeah, of things yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, you know, may, maybe Disney gives Ridley Scott a few million bucks to complete that story. Maybe not. Um, I think really Scott is a producer. Yeah, really Scott will be a producer in the new Alien movie. So okay, he's getting a paycheck. That you know, good for him. Get him paid. Yeah. So hopefully that's good. Yeah, fucking Disney owns everything now, man. Oh man, they Jesus do. Christ! Yeah. I-, I can't believe they own the Alien thing. That's funny. yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because they bought Fox and Fox owned it. So yeah, yeah there's a- oh, makes sense. That's why you're gonna see like weird shit on Disney Plus at some point, like. Uh, do you Side want- note: Did you watch Ahsoka? Not yet. No, Chris- it's good. 
Fucking Christina's dragging her feet, so I have to. No, it's good. There's a lot of Anakin in it. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard. Yeah, heard's good. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. The it's funny how the Disney T uh not Disney, it's funny how the Star Wars shows now are just way better than the movies. Star Wars movies that we like way better than the movies. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, mean, I get excited anytime something new comes out. Like honestly, I've um, really dug Rogue One. Um, I liked episode uh, nine. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, it's just been not great. Shit show. Movie-wise. Complete shit show, yeah. Yeah. But, Mm -hmm. um, I guess guess we're kind of winding down. You got final thoughts on Prometheus? Uh, just, you know, I, again, I, I'm a big fan of the movie. Um, I love origin stories, so this one really works for me. Um, I love Naomi Rapace. Uh, I think she's hot as shit in this movie, to be completely honest with you. Um, she was the original girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, really? She, she was like the Swedish version. Got it. Didn't She is Swedish, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of hers. Um, she unfortunately kind of didn't get a big shot after this. Like, uh, like she, she's in stuff still, but she doesn't. Seem like she's. She a, was in some like movie where she's it in was, some Netflix. It was in like shit. based in Pittsburgh or something, and it was like I think it was called The Drop. With oh, uh, I like that movie. Tom Hardy with, Tom Hardy. with real Tom Hardy. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. Actually, I think that's her. I could be wrong. I don't know. So I like that whole movie because the whole premise is Tom Hardy's fucking stupid. He's dumb and he's like a bartender, but like and he's he's so dumb that he's like uh spoiler alert. By the end of the movie you find out that he's actually like kind of brilliant. Or oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he's at least good at killing people. <laughs> like he's just like, he doesn't take shit from anyone. Yeah, that's yeah. Shit. That's a whole spoiler. But that, that's yeah. a that's uh our boy from Sopranos. That might be his last movie. Jane, that might be Jane Gandolfini. Gandolfini. It might be one of his last movies. I think Naomi Pace is the girl now. No, I, could, I, th- I think you're. No, I think. You're okay. Right. I think. Yeah, right. yeah. Other than that, I can't think of anything else she's really in. Besides, that's a good, that's a good sleeper flick. She was in some Netflix thing like Don't Forget Tomorrow or Whatever Happened Tomorrow. Something weird like that. Something about tomorrow. Yeah, something about tomorrow. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I again. Big fan of the movie, so not a big fan of the of the sequel to the prequel. Um, I thought it was kind of lame. Definitely not as good as this. Yeah, I just felt I don't know forced like uh, they were like just forcing a story on us, and it didn't work. I I don't know. It didn't it didn't work for me anyway. Like I thought it was entertaining and it was fun to watch, but. I I didn't like how it worked with this movie as a sequel. It feels very disconnected to yes. uh, this movie. It, yeah. So yeah. that feels more of what originally this was going to be, which was a very standard prequel to an alien movie. Yeah. Where you get xenomorphs pretty Every, much 30 That's a good, 30 good way of looking at it. Yeah. 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 So that was very much like the studio like, hey, can you give us the movie that we kind of originally Here's wanted? what we should have done. Yeah. Yeah, but that movie made less than Prometheus. I'm pretty sure because it mu- it must have. Yeah, it's not I mean, quite as good as what this movie was. Yeah. What are your final thoughts? Uh, I dig it a lot. Um, you know, it's not as good as Alien, 
of course, because not a lot of movies are as good as Alien. Right. But I still, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for the uh, ancient alien bullshit, um, you know. Yep. Philosophy kind of thing, like, or the idea, you know, the, the questions about why are we here, what are we doing, and origin stories. Origin stories. Also, uh, I'm all about the hubris of mankind, thinking that we deserve these kinds of answers. Also about like, you know, the idea of even, you know, the idea of confront confronting your creator is actually kind of terrifying. So yeah, yeah, which is something that I would not want to do. Right. Why these people do it is crazy, but they're scientists. They're looking for answers all the time. Anyway. They don't think uh, emotionally. They just think like, yeah, we need to know answers. Yeah. Um, this was also at the height, pretty much at the height of my like obsessively getting into movie blog stuff. And th- this was a big, this kind of a big deal because it was really Scott's return to sci-fi, which is like, I think the first time, I think this is his first sci-fi movie in a lot, a lot of years. Okay. Because okay. I think, because he did the Matt Damon fucking movie on Mars after this, I want to say. Which was pretty lame. I never honest. saw that. Um, I mean, it was. People, a, people dug it. I never saw it. Yeah, it was, it was a nice movie, but it was kind of like. But, uh, I, I, and I'll, I always like the idea like these trouble, maybe trouble, maybe not trouble productions, but this seemed like a very confused production of. All right, how are we going to approach this? Scene? How are we marketing this? How thing? are we mar- they, The marketing seems like it was confused because yeah, yeah. they were getting mixed messages from the people creating the movie. Right. But always uh, into that shit. But yeah, dug, dug the movie, like it a lot. Just like you, I think Alien Covenant isn't quite as good. There's some still, some good stuff in there, but not on yeah. the level of this. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got, man. You got. Anything else? Nah, what do you got coming up? Uh, nothing, nothing on the slate. <laughs> nothing on the slate. Yeah, we're going kind of week by week, kind of just come. We were, we were supposed to do this like three weeks ago. So I know, I know. You've been sick for a I've been, month. I've been sick. Uh, so spooky season is as we speak right now, September twenty third. We got spooky season. We also got the Phillies going into the playoffs. Let's which go? Which is really funny. Last year, I was gearing up for. Uh, to do a bunch of podcasts during spooky season. And you didn't do shit, right? And not ended up not doing any because uh, the Phillies preoccupied all of our October time. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. Uh, you have baseball team in the playoffs making a run. That's like every day. Guys, uh, I, I've, been, I've been alive for going on, going to be 35 years. I've only seen so many playoff games. So you have to make the most of it when they... That's right. They Strike have. while the iron's hot. Yeah, because... How, how many more playoff games? It, it's kind of scary to think. How many more playoff games am I going to see in my lifetime? For yeah, the Phillies? Right, yeah, you exactly. You don't really know. So try to watch. Make the best them. of it, and yeah. it, but it's 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 a it's a marathon, man. Yeah, marathon. My liver was hurting towards the end of October. I was ready for it to be over. Yeah, I was ready. So, I mean, I guess ideally, hopefully, we don't do a ton of podcasts because we're watching Phillies yeah. baseball. Yeah. But if not. We will do some spooky shit. I'm sure that maybe we could get into like, maybe we could do some like fun old timey like uh, Halloween special, like cartoon special shit. That uh, some nostalgic shit. Have you done the Halloween Simpsons thing we, yet? We only do, we've only done two of those. So there's mm-hmm. a how long have they been on? Thirty four years. So there's a lot more to go through of those. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So all right, cool. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I think this was good. 
It's good. Fun time. Fun Saturday. Is it Saturday? Yeah, it is. I'm stupid. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday as of right now. I'm losing my fucking mind. All right, Doc. Got anything else? That's it. Let's do it. I'll see. I'll see you all next time, motherfuckers. See you next time, motherfuckers, and uh, stay spooky, everybody. Yeah.